You're listening to the Sex Life Unleashed podcast, the show that combines personal development strategies and practical advice to unleash your sex life. I'm Dr. Stephen DeWitt, and with over a decade of experience as a sexologist, I've helped hundreds of women create the best sex of their lives, and I want to do the same for you. If you want to turn obstacles into opportunities, and hopefully into some amazing orgasms, you're in the right place, because the best sex of your life is still to come. Hey, I missed you. I'm not sure if you could tell from my voice in this one, but... I uh, haven't been feeling well last week. I actually didn't release an episode. Uh, I apologize for that. I did miss you. But this week, we're continuing on with communication part two. And I'm going to be sharing uh, some different interesting techniques. One of my most powerful ways to have awkward conversations go easy and smoothly. This is something that I've shared extensively over the last decade, and it still remains one of the most sought-after tools and things that people use to implement in their sex lives to have it be a lot easier. And then I'm going to share a few other ones, some a little bit more graphic than others. So stay tuned for that. I hope you enjoy it, and thanks for being with me on this journey. Let's jump right in. Have you ever been in that situation where you just finished having sex with someone and you're lying beside them and you're like, ugh, I want to say something, but I'm scared to say something. or I don't know how to say something. And it's just this kind of like awkward, weird, kind of like pink elephant in the room that's standing on your chest. And then you choose not to speak. And the next day, you don't speak. You don't bring it up. And the next week, you don't speak. And it just builds this distance between you. And you choose to stay silent. In that moment, your sex life begins to die. I don't want that. I want you to have a sex life that is lit up. That is exciting. That makes you hard, hot, wet, and all the wonderful things. But this has been a situation that I found myself in so many times earlier on in my life and being like, why can't I talk? Like, why? There's stuff there. I know the other person can sense this awkwardness. I certainly can sense this awkwardness. Why can't I talk? Why can't I have that conversation? So I'm going to share with you today a communication technique that I developed. Oh, God. Over a decade ago, it's something that I'd share across North America on national TV. And it's one of the most sought after and powerful tools to actually have those conversations that you know you need to have in your life and have them go smoothly, have them go easily and increase the chances of your partner agreeing with you and being on your side. So before I share with you the process, I want you to think about A conversation right now in your life that you're avoiding, that you're putting off, that you're like, oh yeah, next time we get together, next time we see them, or when there's some downtime, or when the kids are away, or when we hook up next, or whatever that situation is, I'm going to have that conversation, and you still don't? Yeah, I know that conversation, that one. Because that conversation is having you be disconnected from your partner. There's something that's there for you that you want to talk about, but you don't know how and you're really struggling. 
So this next tool I want you to use, but I want you to map over that conversation that you're avoiding and use this tool for it. This is a tool that's great for two scenarios. One, if you have a new partner in your life and you're trying to figure this out, or if you have an existing partner in your life and you're not actually having conversations or at least productive conversations. And I don't know about you, but I've been in that situation, both of those situations. But I found there's three of the most common mistakes when it comes to communicating. And I did a lot of research and a lot of studying and developing this of like, what has us be stopped? What has us keep our mouth shut? And the three things that I discovered that we're most afraid of when we begin to have conversations about sex were really eye-opening for me. The first fear we have is the person doesn't know where you're coming from, doesn't know why we're bringing that particular topic up. And we're worried about their reaction. Are they going to freak out? Are they going to judge us? Or like, what, what's going to happen? The second thing is we don't feel safe in sharing this. Like, are they going to break up with me? Are they going to potentially be violent? So there's like a safety aspect as well. And then the third challenge that I find when people are communicating about sex is they're so wrapped up in what they're trying to say in their own experience and the things that they're dealing with that they forget to invite their partner to share their thoughts. Like it's just kind of like the, the blurt approach. You just kind of get it out there and you're like, ah, okay, I said it. They should know what to do with it. And that's all there is that I need to do about it. Those three things we're going to dig into and we're going to solve. So you have some freedom in your life because I believe that communication is the most powerful thing that you can do in your sex life. It's not a technique. It's not a size of a particular body part. It's not a length of time. It's not the number of orgasms. It's not any of that stuff. Being able to communicate. Because I'm committed that you have a great sex life, not just now, but for the rest of your life. And you're going to evolve sexually. You're going to change sexually. But having the ability to articulate, advocate, and come from a place of empowerment and from a place of generosity in talking to your partner is the thing that's going to be the fundamental foundation of having a great sex life. So the technique I'm going to share with you is the LITA technique. L-I-T-A. It's an acronym. If you know me, you know I love acronyms. This is a structure that you can follow again and again and again. It does a number of things. It sets a safe context or space or container to have that conversation. It establishes why you want to have that conversation. And what are you committed to for the future? And it also invites your partner to share their thoughts on the topic. Now, this came up because guess what? Your boy Steven here was terrible at communicating about sex. That, that picture that I painted you at the beginning of like lying in bed and being like, oh, I want to say something, but I don't. Like that was me time and time again. And I was so stuck because in my head, I was like, well, I can't bring this up because that's not going to make me a good lover. I have to look like I know what I'm doing. I have to have this all figured out. I'm supposed to be this, you know, this guy and, and, you know, I had my identity and my ego and all my masculinity tied up in it. And guess what? It didn't work. And there was this one particular incident. I was out with a partner of mine. Her name was Carmelita. So you can see where Lita came from. And we were at this beautiful restaurant in Toronto. 
It's called the Fifth Grill. It's up on the fifth floor, this beautiful venue, beautiful view of the city, amazing food. And so we went there and we were enjoying each other's company and we're just vibing. It was so good. There was a pianist in the corner tinkling the ivories. The ambiance was just like warm and comfortable. There's this beautiful warm lighting. And we just finished this gorgeous meal. And she has this beautiful glass of red wine. I always remember, you know, those oversized big glasses and she had some red wine and we were waiting for a dessert and I needed to have a conversation with her. So in my mind, I was like, oh, this is going to be the right time, Stephen. This is, this is really, really good. And so I said to her, Carmelita, I want to spank you. How do you think that went over with her? Yeah, you know that look that you get from someone and you want to crawl under a rock, you want to turn yourself inside out to avoid it? That is the look that I got from her. The entire mood just disappeared. She was looking at me like, what is this? Where is this coming from? What does that, what do you mean? Are you not happy with our sex life? Why would you want to do that? Like, do you want me to do, like it just, the night spun out of control and I was just in my head being like, Oh my goodness, Stephen, why did you open your big mouth? And that always stuck with me and it just ruined the vibe and the connection that we had. Now, this was a number of years ago and I can look back and justify and be like, well, if she couldn't handle that, then and have a real conversation about it, blah, 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 blah. But I like to take 100% responsibility for the things in my life and the relationships in my life. So I spent a lot of time thinking about what I could have done differently and what was missing in my communication. As you can probably tell, there was a lot missing. So I came up with the Lita technique. Now, if you have something to write on and write with, that's perfect. If you don't, hit pause, go grab something, or you can just download the guidelines that I have attached in the show notes below and visit the website sexlifeunleashed.com slash Lita, L-I-T-A. All right, by this point, you're probably like, Stephen, just give me the acronym. All right, LITA. The L stands for sharing what you like or love. The I stands for sharing what's important. And the T stands for the topic that you want to bring up. And the A stands for ask. And there's a bit of a bonus with the ask that we'll get into when we cover that part of the acronym. So let's start off with the first one sharing what you like or love about your partner or about the relationship. This sets a safe space to have this conversation. Your partner knows where you're coming from. Your partner knows that they're secure in the relationship and the things that you like or love about them in the relationship. This puts them at ease. Now, when I say relationship, it can be anything. It doesn't have to be a long-term committed monogamous relationship. For example, if this is a one-night stand, you can say, I'm really liking this vibe that I'm feeling. I'm really digging your body. Or if you're in a relationship with someone for three years, you could say, I love you and I love what we're creating together. And I love our relationship and it means so much to me. Both of those are valid. It just sets a safe context. It's like a, a comfy couch to sit in, to have that conversation, to have that person be open to what you want to share with them. So that's the L, sharing what you like or love about the person and or the relationship. The I stands for sharing what's important to you right now. 
and what's important to you in the future. So what are you committed to for the future? This deepens the connection so your partner knows what it is that you're committed to. And again, this could be in a shorter term hookup situation. You could say, hey, it's important to me that we're both on the same page because I really want to have a fun time tonight, right? You say what's important to you and what you're committed to for the future. Or again, if it's in a longer term relationship, you can say, it's important to me that I know what turns you on because I'm committed that we have a great sex life. All right. So when you share what's important to you and what you're committed to for the future, it puts your partner at ease. The first part is they're just getting comfortable because you share what you like or love. And then you're sharing what's important to you. It's like, oh, this is why we're having a conversation. And this is what they want to have in the future. That's why we're talking about it. Right. Does that make sense? So that's the L, the like and love and the I, which is sharing what's important. And then there's the T, the topic that you want to bring up. And that could be anything. In that shorter term situation, it could be, hey, I want to talk about safer sex practices and what that looks like for you and what that looks like for me. Cool. It could be in that longer term relationship. It could be, hey, I want to talk about me tying you up. You've set that really safe context to have that conversation. You can bring up the topic. Now, moving into the ask. That's A. I said there's a bonus because there's actually two parts. It's A to the power of two. You want to begin by asking them if they're open to having the conversation right now. Have you ever been in that situation when someone asks if you're open to having a conversation, you're like, no, I'm busy, and they keep talking, and you want to like punch them in the throat? If you're anything like me, uh, that's my reaction. So you want to check in with that person to see if they're open to having the conversation right now. They may not be. They may be stressed out about something. May, they may be overwhelmed with something that's happening in their family or at work or a friend is mad at them. So you always want to ask permission to actually have that conversation. And guess what? If that person says no, they're not, that is okay. All you say is, okay, great. When would be a good time for you? And then you lock down a time. It could be in an hour. It could be the next day. It could be the next week. But you have an agreement of when you're going to have this conversation. The second ask is you want to ask them for their feedback. So if they say no, you're like, great. When would be a good time? They say next Tuesday. You'd be like, great. Because I'd really love to hear your thoughts and your feedback and your ideas on this topic. And if they're like, yes, I am open to the conversation, you're like, great, same thing, because I'd really love to hear your thoughts, your feedback, your ideas on this. And that invites them into the conversation. It now becomes a co-created conversation rather than that blurt conversation out to your partner. And there's not knowing where it's coming from or why you're bringing it up or what they're supposed to say or where their reaction is. So again, to recap the Lita technique, the L stands for sharing what you like or love about the person in the relationship. The I stands for sharing what's important to you, what you're committed to for the future. The T is the topic that you want to bring up. And A is you want to ask if it's okay to have the conversation, if they're open to having a conversation right now, and you want to ask for their feedback. This is so powerful. It makes such a difference. I shared what I did with Carmelita where I was like, I want to spank you. And that didn't go anywhere. So I'm going to rewind and listen. I wish I could do it in real life. 
<laughs> but that ship has passed and how to have that conversation with Carmelita using the Lita technique. All right. So again, I'm at the fifth grill. There's a beautiful restaurant. The ambiance is there. The piano is playing. She's got that big glass of wine. And I say, Carmelita, I love spending time with you. And I'm really liking where our relationship is going. And it's important to me that we can share about our sex life because I really want to have hot sex with you for a very long time. And one of the things that I want to explore is spanking because that's something that I'm really interested in doing and specifically doing to you. Are you open to having this conversation right now? She says, yes. Great, because I'd love your thoughts and your feedback on this. That just opens up the whole world of it for her to say whatever's there for her. She understands why I'm bringing it up. She understands how I feel about her. She has the opportunity to share where she's at, what feels good for her. And inside of that, it, she could be like, yeah, that's something that's really hot. I want to do that to you. Or mm, that's not really my thing. And, and then I could be like, oh, okay, cool. Tell me why that is. And it just opens up a space for conversation that wasn't available if it was, I was just like, hey, I want to spank you. Right? Like, oh man, if I could go back and eat my words, I would do that in a heartbeat. Now, the Lita technique is something that's there for you. It's a gift. Use it and practice it. I promise you, if you become proficient at this, you are going to hear more yeses in your life. And I don't know about you, but I want more yeses in my life. Heck, I want more yeses in your life. Now, at first, it may be a little bit clunky, as with everything that we're learning for the first time. Now, one of the really cool things about the Lita technique is it can be used anywhere. It doesn't have to be just about sex. It can be used for any conversation that you find challenging. Now, I want you to think, what was that conversation at the beginning of the episode that I asked you to think about that you have been putting off, that you have been avoiding? And if you don't have one, think in your past about that conversation that you should have had with a partner that you didn't. And man, I bet that we all have one of those or two or six or a dozen. Think about how you can implement using that Lita technique. And again, it's so powerful. You can use it with family members. You can use it at work. Oh my goodness. I remember I was speaking here. It was in Toronto. It was an audience. It wasn't too big. It was like 150 people or so. And there was this guy, I remember sitting in the front row and as a speaker, you always want to have people who are engaged and smiling and laughing at the things that I think are funny. And he was that person and he was so great and he was taking notes and, and just loving it. And then he came up to me afterwards and I saw his name was Omar and he's like, Stephen, I love this. It was so great. Thank you so much. The Lita technique. I'm, I'm, I love it. And so I was like, great. Nice to meet you. The next day I was in my office and I was working away and boom, I get this email notification. And who's it from? It's from Omar. And Omar says, hey, Stephen, I just want to let you know that I used the Lita technique with my boss and it was awesome. Thank you so much. I emailed him back. And then two minutes later, I get another bong email notification from Omar. And he's like, oh my God, Stephen, I'm not having sex with my boss. I just laughed and I was like, yeah, man, listen, it's good. You can use the Lita technique anywhere. And 
you can use it in a way that works for the type of relationship and the type of sexual connection that you have or you're having with your partner. It doesn't have to be a super deep, heavy conversation. It could be light, it could be sexy, it could be fun. Or it can be an access and a structure for a more serious, deeper conversation. So this is a tool. And as a tool, you can use it to create whatever kind of conversation, whatever kind of connection that you want to have with your partner. Another powerful structure to have you develop your communication, develop your connection with a partner is setting times to have check-in conversations. So a check-in conversation is where you and a partner talk about your sex life. Because most people, when you have to talk about your sex life and what's working, what's great, it's easy. But if there's things that you want to grow or build or things that aren't working, that can be something that we avoid, right? Everything else becomes a priority. If it's cleaning cat litter, if it's dusting the bookcase, if it's washing the floor, if it's calling a friend, all of those things become a priority. We continually push off that conversation that is so vital and so important to have. So check-in conversations are great. Now, there's again, different scenarios with different connections, different lovers, different relationships in your life. Check-in conversations are always important. So if you have a long-term partner in your life, you could set a monthly check-in conversation. The 15th of the month in the evening, we talk about our sex lives. What's working, what we like, what's not working, where we're at, how we're feeling about things. This is something that can be the biggest game changer for you. Carving out that time to talk about your sex life People just don't do it. They just don't. It makes the biggest difference. Again, if there's something like a hookup situation, cool, you can have a check-in. Doesn't have to be something that you and your partner sit down and talk about. It could just be something that you have in your calendar and you initiate it. You just check in and be like, hey, just checking in with you. I'm loving the connection that we have. How are you feeling about things? It's powerful. Please do this. It elevates the level that your sex can go. It elevates the level that of pleasure that you can reach with a partner. Now, there are some caveats. If you are struggling in your relationship with a partner, maybe you set that time on a weekly basis. And it's at that time where you can talk about it. So it doesn't seep and bleed into all the other areas of your life and it comes out at inopportune times when you don't want to talk about it. It's like, okay, this is when we're going to talk about it. This is when we're going to do the work. Then we're going to package it up, put it on the shelf, continue on with our lives. And then the next week at five o'clock or whatever, we're going to pull it, take it down, talk about it. Again, it doesn't have to be something that's really heavy. You go out for a walk, you go for coffee. It's something that is there that you can use. It's a tool that you can use to serve you. But those check-in conversations, if you wanna be a great lover, if you wanna have a great sex life, carving out time to have those check-in conversations is a game changer. So I highly recommend that you do that. Now, make it a hard left. The last communication strategy that I have is something that is super fun, can be really hot, and can really make a difference in clearly communicating what you like and what you want to experience with a partner and understanding what your partner likes and what they want to experience with you. And that is sharing the erotica that you enjoy. 
aka porn. And this could be really fun. Like, hey, go to this website, pick your top five videos that turn you on the most or that you'd like to explore with me. You gotta send them to me in 48 hours, by next Tuesday, whenever it is, and you do the same. And you have this exchange and this visual representation. So both you and your partner are seeing things and there's less filters. If you're just telling your partner what you like, they're interpreting it, they may miss some stuff, but if you're visually watching something and they're seeing something, it's beautiful. Now, you may say, hey, Stephen, maybe I only like part of it or maybe it doesn't accurately capture everything that I want. Awesome, it doesn't have to. These are tools to build on conversations. And you can say, hey, this is what I really liked about this. This is what turned me on. I really didn't like this part of it. That's like way outside of my comfort zone, but it was just in the video. So I wanna be clear, this is what I really enjoyed about that. And you can ask your partner. So tell me, and this could be in text, this could be uh, an email, this could be a phone conversation or in person, like whatever you're comfortable with. Tell me what you really liked about that. Tell me what turned you on. Tell me what was there part of it that you didn't like, that you weren't comfortable with. What is necessary for you to feel really comfortable to explore that? Sending porn links can be super hot and build those fantasies. And that was communications part two. And I really encourage you to take on these communication strategies. You've heard me say this before, but communication is the foundation of having a great sex life. And there is a challenge where people think you're supposed to know it's supposed to come quote unquote naturally. No, talk about it. Please do it. And I highly recommend to download the communication cheat sheet. It captures all the different techniques I shared about in this episode is easily accessible to you by following the link below, sexlifeunleashed.com slash Lita, L-I-T-A. And if you found value in this, please share it with someone else. Leave a review and share what you liked about this podcast. And I'll be with you again next Thursday. And until then, remember, the more we understand about ourselves and each other, the less we have to fear, the more love is here. So here's to happy days and living a sex life unleashed.